Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, June 23rd, 2015, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor, with my co-hosts, Lavendar and Anastasia. We are happy to announce our next Crystal Quest to Arkansas, October 11 through 17, 2015, and we're gathering members of the Crystal Soul Group, which is identified by having at least one of these six star markings, either 25, 26, or 27 degrees of Capricorn or Cancer, Aquarius or Leo, Taurus or Scorpio. If you feel the call of the crystals but aren't sure if you have the required star markings, just send an email to crystals at starseedhotline.com with your birth information and make sure you include the date, the exact time, the place, as well as your current location. And I'll be happy to take a quick look at your charts to see if you're part of this soul family and send you more details if you are. Our show tonight is dedicated to the Crystal Soul Group, those star seeds who carry the crystal star markings I just mentioned. We've hosted seven crystal quests to Arkansas, and this evening we're honored to have participants from the last quest share some stories about their experience. We've had people from around the world hear the call and come to Arkansas from all over the U.S. and Canada, from Australia, New Zealand, Germany, Switzerland, England, Ireland, Norway, Slovenia, and Russia. Yet when they came together, there was a feeling of unity and loving family. As facilitators, it's a wondrous thing to behold, and the acceleration of starseeds into their power makes us truly grateful to be a part of it. At the top of the show, it's the Starseed News with Anastasia, bringing topics of interest to starseeds that you won't hear in the mainstream. We'd like to thank Vanya and Tammy for hosting the switchboard this evening. We have an online starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com, and special thanks goes to Tammy for her dedication to the forum. You can download our show podcasts on iTunes or right from our Blog Talk Radio episode page. Just look for the cloud icon with an arrow on it. If you'd like to support our show, please click follow on our page here at Blog Talk, and you'll get our weekly show notices. The toll-free number for StarseedHotline.com is 888-881-0881. The Stage 1 Starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings and your natal astrological chart, and the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. Remote healing sessions for people and pets are also available with Tammy. And if you have a birthday coming up, don't miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out when that happens by requesting your solar return timing. But if you'd like a reading to interpret that chart, please allow about six to eight weeks ahead of time to make sure that you get it before your birthday. So first this evening, I would like to introduce Anastasia with the Starseed News. Well, good evening, Ariel. Good evening, everyone. Can you hear me loud and clear? Absolutely. Great. It's so good to be with you. We have had a series of electronic problems. That was Mercury retrograde. That's over now. And then we've had a lot of serious thunderstorms in our area. And I've missed you. So it's really good to be on air with you tonight. 
we have a lot of news to discuss. We've missed a great deal, so I'm going to get right to it. Um, we have had a solstice geomagnetic storm, a solar one. A series of CMEs hit Earth's magnetic field yesterday, producing a severe G4-class magnetic storm. Northern lights spilled across the Canadian border into more than a dozen U.S. states, including Colorado, Georgia, Virginia, and Arkansas. That is way south. And meanwhile, there's another CME that's on the way. Big sunspot AR-2371 erupted again uh, yesterday. It produced a strong M6.5 solar flare. They say that X-ray and, radi and UV radiation from the flare ionized the upper layers of Earth's atmosphere, causing a blackout of some shortwave signals over North America. They say that mariners and ham radio operators in particular probably noticed disturbances at frequencies below 20 megahertz. They say the explosion also hurled a full halo uh, CME directly toward us. Mm, forecasters are still modeling the storm cloud to de uh, determine when it's likely to arrive. They think it will come tomorrow. Well, we have some news from NASA tonight. They discovered that tit uh, the Titan's moon uh, Titan is Saturn's moon, excuse me, and it has polar winds exactly like Earth. Now, in our solar system, the planetary objects that have rainfall, rivers, and oceans can be counted on two fingers. That's Earth and Saturn's moon, Titan. Now, both share a thick atmosphere, rocky ground, and plate tectonics, and now they have found that we have another thing in common with Titan. Titan has polar wind that pulls gases from its atmosphere right out into space, just like Earth. Now, this is the first known planetary body to have such a peculiar polar wind other than our own planet. This was discovered by NASA's Cassini Orbiter, which has been checking out Saturn since 2004, and it found this in the course of its 23 flybys. Now, they say that on Earth, the same effect charges particles in the atmosphere and draws them up along the planet's magnetic field where they escape at the poles. Now, though, all, uh, excuse me, although Titan is the only other object in the solar system known to share this property, researchers are thinking that these particle escapes are probably likely happening on Mars and Venus as well. It's some pretty trendy, uh, intriguing information they've discovered. Well, we have a question to ask tonight, and that is, why has NASA announced that a meteor is not going to hit the Earth in September? I don't know how many of you are aware of this, but Internet freakouts and the end of the world mania uh, is going on about a giant meteor that's going to kill the planet this September. <laughs> well, that's become such intense talk that NASA has publicly been forced to issue a statement denying that it is going to happen. NASA decided to say, quote, NASA knows of no asteroid or comet currently on a collision course with Earth, so the probability of a major collision is quite small. In fact, the statement goes on to say, as best we can tell, no large object is likely to strike the Earth any time in the next several hundred years. Well, that's pretty reassuring, but maybe a bit overcompensatory, maybe a bit too reassuring. Uh, could that statement have been a little more scientific to sound a little less like a parent's denial of the closet boogeyman to a four-year-old? How do they know it won't happen now, but will happen in 300 years? 
Well, you know, it's overly confident assurances from official sources, lacking in balanced commentary just like that. It tends to f- further fuel the end-time frenzy, which doesn't need too much stroking to start with. And this is because people have simply been informed that our region of space is absolutely swarming with meteors and asteroids. You know, at this point, they say that approximately 10,000 major near-Earth objects have been discovered, and about 10% of them are over a kilometer. In size. So to end-time believers, stats like that make for a perfect storm of disaster imaginings. And so, despite what NASA says, I imagine the buzz will go on and on and on. And this is some interesting news. A NASA chief has admitted to the existence of Area 51. Now, we've learned from so much of our research and movies and everything else that that has been denied forever. But according to NASA Chief Major Charles Bolden, who told the British school children, Area 51 does exist, but there are, quote, no aliens or alien spacecraft or anything in there, end quote. He said, directly. There is an Area 51. It's not what people think. I've been to a place called that, but it's a normal research and development place. I never saw any aliens or alien spacecraft or anything when I was there. However, when this man was asked by a 10-year-old kid if he believed in aliens, he said, I do believe that we will someday find other forms of life, if not in our solar system, then in some other solar system. He said, there are billions of solar systems in the universe. And he goes on to say, I think because of the secrecy of the aeronautics research that goes on there, it's ripe for people to talk about aliens being there. Well, in 2013, incidentally, the CIA acknowledged the exact location of Area 51 in Nevada, but the research conducted there has never yet has not been revealed. The documents just describe how the facility had been used during the Second World War as an aerial gunnery for Army Corps pilots. And as whether there's any life on Mars, when asked, Major Bolden said that uh, the mission for NASA was to reach the Red Planet in the 2030s. He said that robots will go first. He said, we're not going to send humans down to the surface of Mars to build the habitats or houses. We're going to use robots. Well, that's pretty interesting. 2030s is very near. Pretty, pretty interesting. But that's what he said. He admitted it. And I guess apparently it's the only, only the second time that Area 51 has been publicly admitted by officials. Well, scientists have emerged from eight months of simulated life on Mars. Mm, Simulated life. Life. How would you do that on planet Earth? Well, six scientists took part in a NASA-funded High Seas Mars simulation project by living in secluded space modules on a Hawaii volcano. They were there for eight months, and they finally emerged from their isolation, stepping out for the very first time without their spacesuits. They wore a spacesuit outside at all times so that they could study how crew members would work together in pseudo-Martian conditions. The participants were monitored by cameras and, of course, electronic surveys. They say that up the slope of the Mauna Loa volcano in Hawaii, the researchers were packed into a dome with a simulated airlock door, and the only scenery was reddish volcanic rock, further adding to the impression of being on the red planet. They say the main reason for this simulation and experiment was to look for communication problems and emotional tension that arise between human beings in a confined space. What they found out about that, they didn't say. 
Hmm. Well, Japan is planning on sending a moon probe to Mars by 2022. They're fresh off successfully retrieving samples from an asteroid in 2011. So Japan's space agency JAXA has declared plans to land a probe on one of Mars' two moons. The Martian surface, incidentally, is already littered with signs of our extraplanetary search. In 2008, the Phoenix lander went dark after being overwhelmed by a dust storm, and this is just one of several defunct robots abandoned on the Martian surface. Now, in addition to these expired machines, the Red Planet still hosts seven workable spacecraft. Did you all know that? That's amazing. Seven Earth spacecraft still roaming around on Mars. They say five float in orbit while the Opportunity and Curiosity rovers still roam around the desert examining rocks and sand and soil. Wow. Busy place up there. They're going to need traffic lights. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. Well, the U.S. has been uh, battered by severe storms and tornadoes, which living in my neck of the woods is not at all hard to believe. We have had the most bodacious thunderstorms, as I mentioned earlier. And now the U.S. Midwest and Great Lakes region have been battered by severe storms. A tornado hit Coal City, some 60 miles southwest of Chicago. It injured seven people, and while five people had to be rescued in the state of Michigan. At least seven states were hit in all by the thunderstorms with a great deal of damage. They say hazardous conditions brought chaos to the local transportation networks. The Chicago Department of Aviation reported that 500 flights had been canceled. So it was a big, uh, big interference with daily life out there. In Russia, we have a near-biblical condition of locust invasion coming from the as. Trakan region in southern Russia is in, has been invaded by giant, I mean giant, swarms of locusts. Local authorities have scrambled vehicles and aircraft to combat the infestation. There are videos of that on the internet, and it is pretty impressive. The voracious uh, plant-eating insects are migrating dozens of kilometers every day, and they're eating crops as they go. Parts of the region are put on high emergency alert, and the local residents, poor things, are doing what they can to combat the locusts. They're using handheld or even tractor-mounted spray gear. They're standing in defense of their fields and their kitchen gardens because many of the people that live there, agriculture is their main livelihood, and the risk of being left without provisions for the winter for these dear people is very, very real. In Florida, Florida seawater, we have a potentially deadly flesh-eating virus that has been detected in some Florida seawaters. Yikes! Seven people have become infected with the vibrial uh, bacterium and two have died from exposure so far this year. This is according to CBS News. Now, the Florida State Health Department says there have been 32 cases of the vibrial bacterium reported in the past 12 months. The warmer sea temperature from May to October causes the bacterium to grow faster in warm seawater. Confirmed cases of infection this year have occurred in the following Florida counties, Brevard, Broward, Duval, Mario, Pasco, Santa Rosa, and St. Lucie. Now, the normal treatment for this uh, bacteria is antibiotics, but they are advising anyone with open sores on their bodies or with lowered immune systems to not enter the seawater in those areas. 
Well, we talk about birds often on this show and their odd behavior ending up in wrong places. Well, now in Fraser Island, Australia, something weird is happening to these birds. They have what's called a common tern, and the terns of this region have not been able to fatten up enough to start their several thousand-mile migration to the Arctic. These little birds go all the way to the north to breed, and uh, they're not leaving. They should be leaving, and they're just not leaving. Now, godwits is another migratory species. They're also remaining behind, and they say that they're in breeding plumage despite not being at their Arctic breeding grounds. Perplexingly, other species, such as the migratory yellow-faced honey eaters and the little wattle birds, which usually fly north from southern states, have not arrived yet. So we are seeing, again, more migratory distress among our bird species. In Alaska waters, at least nine fin whales have been found dead in southern Alaska. Researchers with NOAA and the University of Alaska at Fairbanks are attempting to find out what has killed them. I quote, we rarely see more than one fin whale carcass every couple of years, but now they have seen nine and they don't know why. Well, bald eagles, as you all know, we all know it's the symbol of the United States, and they have been believed by scientists to have a lifespan of between 15 and 25 years in their natural habitat. Well, they recently discovered a bald eagle that was found dead on a roadside. And they tested that bird, and they think that it is 38 years old. And that is based on the metal band that was wrapped around the majestic bird. Now, you know, if it has a metal band, they're pretty good at typing the age to 38. Well, we can guess that this especially old bald eagle didn't read the research, didn't read the bird books, and didn't believe he had to die by 25. He just never knew how long he was supposed to live which tells us that science doesn't know everything, and it's a good example for the rest of us not to believe everything we're told to believe. In Norway, we have record snow cover, five times more than normal. They say that large areas of Norway is still covered in snow. Right here in the end of June, satellite measurements show that 23% of the land area in southern Norway is still covered in snow, five times more than normal. And in northern Norway... 35% more than, num- more than normal. So they're having uh, a lot of snow when they shouldn't be. Wow. California sea lions are, they say, are not the only uh, uh, type of uh, mammal, water mammal, that's in crisis this year. Now it's come to the Guadalupe fur seals. That's a threatened species, and they say that these, these uh, sea lions are... are um, fur seals, are struggling with food availability issues. They've been stranded along the coast five times the record yearly rate. Now, so far this year, they have been rescued in the number of 27, 27 fur seals. Like I said, more than five times the normal rate. So something's going on with not only the fur seals, but also the California sea lions, and experts are befuddled and distressed because they don't know why. They just think it's a food issue, which I find it interesting when we read all of these news reports about what's going on with the animals in the Pacific waters that no one ever mentions radiation from Fukushima. It's never brought up. Well, um, they say that there's a region in Texas 
the Texas Barnett Shale area that is showing increasingly alarming, excuse me, the word is incredibly alarming, levels of water pollution. U.S. environmental regulators are reluctant, naturally, to declare fracking a widespread water pollutant, but a new study of water in the Texas Barnett Shale area reveals, quote, incredibly alarming levels of contaminants with fracking as the prime suspect. The University of Texas at Arlington studied the groundwater under about 5,000 square miles of North Texas and shows contamination with multiple volatile organic compounds throughout the entire region, including alcohols and chlorinated compounds and more. So that is a serious problem when we know that we need to drink water. Excuse me just a moment. I need a sip of water. Speaking of water... Thank you. That's what I get for talking all day long. (laughs) Well, here is a fascinating uh, article off of the Internet. This is about a fungi expert that holds a patent that could absolutely obliterate modern chemical companies and change agriculture forever. Let me explain this to you. A man named Paul Stamets in 2006 applied for a patent. Now, this man, this man Paul, is the world's leading mycologist. He's an expert in the study of mushrooms and fungi and that sort of thing. Well, his patent apparently has received very little attention. And we might ask why. We might ask what the patent is, and I'm going to tell you in a minute. But according to this article, uh, executives in the pesticide industry have said The most disruptive technology we have ever witnessed is this particular patent. Well, what has this man discovered? Well, this mycologist has figured out how to use Mother Nature's own creatures and own creations to keep insects from destroying crops. It's what's being called smart pesticides. And they say that these pesticides provide safe and nearly permanent solution for controlling over 200,000 species of insects and all thanks to the magic of mushrooms. This man takes entomopathogenic fungi. That's fungi that destroys insects. And he morphs it so that it does not produce spores. And in turn, what happens is this fungi will attract insects that eat them, and then the insects themselves turn into fungi from the inside out. Is that weird or what? Wow. The bugs that eat the fungi become the fungi. Anyway, I would have to think about that a little bit and wonder if that was truly, truly safe. But it's pretty amazing that somebody's figured that out. And our last news story for tonight before we get on to our great program and all those cool things that we get to hear what happened on the quest. A new study out Monday in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences suggests that green spaces can actually boost cognitive outcomes in children. They think better, and they say that this is in part because it protects their brains from air pollutants. You know, greenery puts out good stuff, absorbs carbon monoxide and so on, carbon dioxide. Well, they say that for the large study involving 2,623 children in Barcelona, Researchers assessed that the amount of greenery around the children's homes, along their commutes to school, and surrounding the schools themselves, and then they measured the children's working memories and attention spans using a series of tests. 
Now, the children who had more vegetation around their schools showed more progress in their memory and had better attention over the course of the year. They say that this was true even when children were of a lower uh, economic status because apparently some studies have indicated that uh, less advantaged, less economically advantaged children have poor memory and poor uh, attention spans. But the fact that they were surrounded by more forestation, plants, and so on uh, didn't matter. All of the children, whether upper or lower income, showed increased memory and increase and better attention span and better cognitive ability just from being around plants. Mm. Now, you know, when you look at that energetically, I don't think that's just about air pollution. Myself, I consider that to be a matter of energetics. Mother Nature is so healthy and, and gives us such health such peace, brings our auras into balance, brings our energy into balance, brings us back to the center. And of course, we're going to think better when when we're in a natural environment. We are natural beings. So that's my two cents worth. That's how I would analyze that study. And I'm sure many of you out there would probably likely agree with me. I get people all the time that call me about their children, issues with children in today's world. And very few of them out in the world at large, and this does not include starseed mothers and fathers, but people at large have lost touch with nature and never uh, occurs to them to put their children into nature, to get them connected to nature, to get them out of their rooms and away from their electronic devices and their confined environments and get them into the woods. And when they do that, they report back to me that their children have shown tremendous improvements, if not total improvement, in behavior, hyperactivity, uh, anxiety, nightmares, all of the things that happen to kids. Um, Nature is a wonderful cure. So I just wanted to pass that along to you. By the way, that article, if you want to research that, is in the Atlantic magazine. Well, that's it for tonight's news. It was so good to be with you, and I'm looking forward to the show tonight. As are we, and thank you so much, Anastasia, for bringing us the Starseed News and really interesting, interesting articles this week. So thank you so much for that. You're welcome. And now we are going to um, bring Lavendar on. Hi, Lavendar. Hey. So um, we have we have our our crystal family uh, waiting in the wings. But um, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of um, introduce and, and preface what the Crystal Quest is, um, what it has become, and any patterns okay. you have well, noticed. Well, first of all, I, I have to take it back to the state of Ohio and Claire Kramer. Uh, Tammy, Tammy Stair and Claire Kramer, they start showing up um, on, the, on the website and... Um, all of a sudden, I got about 50 women from Ohio doing their astrological charts, and I started seeing a pattern. And the pattern was that they had these star markings, and I thought, my goodness, you know, when when you think of uh, an astrological wheel, 360 degrees, and there's only three chances in, in, in each house, there's 30 degrees in each house, and, and to think that that many people would have those markings, it just started blowing my mind. So I, I, I knew that the star markings were indicative of how the uh, galactics are running their experiments on the planet through the bloodlines. And so I started talking to Kathleen McGowan about it, and she said, well, why don't you put together um, a group for me or for us to go to France? 
uh, with these star markings to find the Jesus Mary Magdalene markings, which I had found. And um, so we did. I think there was 27 of us, 27 or 28 people that went to France. And then when we got back, uh, Tammy went to Arkansas, and uh, she just felt a, a need to go down and, and see the crystals. And while she was there, uh, she said she found a, a place called Mountain Harbor and, and talking to me about, well, why don't we do a crystal quest with these star markings? So one thing just kind of led to another, and we had our first uh, star seed quest, and it was very successful. And uh, then we had the second one, and now we've done seven. And the thing that I'm really noticing about the Starseed Quest is that there seems to be five different soul groups, and these soul groups are intertwined with each other. For instance, when I find somebody from the Atlantean soul group, then sometimes uh, in the session I will see that they're also connected to the Jesus Mary Magdalene soul group. And then I'll notice that the Druids group, they're somehow connected to the Native American Indians. And then sometimes the Atlantean group is connected to the Native American Indians. So they all kind of weave back and forth. There's the, the Athena and the 96 from Greece. There's the um, Druids. There's the Native American Indians. And there's the Atlanteans, Egypt, and Peru group. So I'm finding that through these star markings and through the bloodline uh, DNA that's been activated, that people are starting to find one another. I, I call it the galactic... GPS locator that's in your head that's beeping, and other people's are beeping, and then pretty soon your beep beeps are coming together so that you find one another. And with technology the way it is now, with emails, blogs, and you can find people all over the world if you so want to find them. They're just everywhere through the Starseed uh, websites or through spiritual and galactic websites. You know, when we first got on the air about five or six years ago, you could type in Starseed and hardly anything would come up. But now you type in Starseed and you get page after page after page. And I have um, worked with a lot of um, light workers that decided to put Starseed in their heading in their uh, websites. And the minute they did it, they started tripling their business. So it just shows the need for the information for people that are on the planet that have this galactic heritage and the spiritual knowledge people that are wanting to jump from spiritual 101 and to, to go to what I call galactic 404. So I'm very, very um, happy about this last group that we had because it seems as though this last group had done their homework. They had, they had studied for many, many years. They, they were not newbies. They were people that had really been in the movement for a very long time, and they were very, very respectful. They were very solid. And it was probably um, a, a way for us to gauge how consciousness actually moves when you get that many people together. It was really a sight to behold. So now I'll turn it back over to you, Ariel. I know you have some things you're going to read from people that, ha that couldn't be on the show tonight, but maybe we should have the people that are waiting first. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to do that. And I will. there were certain people that had prior commitments, so um, they, they sent their their messages through email, and I'm going to be reading those later. But um, we're going to be bringing on our um, our guests here in, in just a moment. But um, I wanted to kind of pick up where in the direction where you were going 
as the Crystal Quest has evolved and we keep it keeps getting stronger and stronger and part of that is because each work I mean each group that does the work in that area as a matter of fact in 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 that same area in the same place where groups before have stood there is a residual energy as the energy matrix is getting stronger and stronger and louder and the the improvement in in a lot of areas um in that you know around where we do this where there has been some um um difficulties for the crystals and they they haven't been respected our group goes in there and turns that around and as each group puts on another layer the whole the strength of the area is has benefited from these um members of the crystal soul group which as you mentioned they represent the atlanteans and there are a lot of um people that also carry the marks of jesus and mary magdalene and people that carry the native american and but they all have this thing in common with the six star markings that we use to identify them and there is inst- there's just instant recognition and acceptance and you're going to be hearing this theme as we talk to um the the guests that are coming to tell about their experience in arkansas so without further ado um we are going to first of all bring on Mr. Eric the captain and now I've got to go find you on the switchboard hang on Eric let me get your mic open okay here it comes there we are okay hey Eric thanks so much for Hello. being here hi everyone it is so good to hear your voice again and um we just we all have such fond memories of you and you are always going to be part of this group and your energy will always be there in the work that you did but why don't you just tell us a, a little bit about um how you felt while you were there and and how you feel now well it's such an honor to be here right now i when i got this invitation to go i knew that i had to say yes to it immediately i've been working the past few years trying to change things in my life that it was like my mind just was full of ideas and my feet weren't quite moving and stuff and there was a lot of fear and doubt, fear and doubt, fear and doubt and stuff and it was like I had my foot on the accelerator all the way down mashed the floorboard with the emergency brake on and I was just like tearing myself on the inside out not doing anything and I just kind of had this urge when we got the invitation to this that I just had to do it and I'm really glad that I did because I, I, I wanted to find people that, that could possibly understand stuff that I, I could be going through. I, I've had a lot of high strangeness in my life stuff and I I thought maybe I could find some answers or, or maybe find some healing too because I had I still had work that I needed to do and stuff on myself. And driving down there I was kind of, you know, wasn't really sure because I don't ever leave the I hardly ever leave the house or do anything like this. This is totally something that I would never do. Drive like almost halfway across the country and wondering what you, wondering what you were doing. What am I doing driving this far? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like 
this is just way out there. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing and stuff, but I, I know that I should be doing it. There were so many synchronicities and stuff that was going on in my life, and it was just telling me to do this. So I just, uh, it was like a nagging feeling because I always had fear and doubt, but I just kind of, you know, ignored it and just followed through and went down there and not really knowing what to expect. I kind of had a, a guard up and stuff because I, I've just been kind of isolating myself my entire life because I just had so many differences stuff and nobody would understand and I was always misunderstood and I wasn't really sure entirely what to expect when I went down there but immediately when I met everyone there I you know I had like these walls and they just came crumbling down and it was very emotional for me I there was just like a lot of acceptance a lot of love in the group and there was just no judgment or anything and I really (laughs) didn't know how to handle that exactly I was overwhelmed with emotion and I I, throughout most of the week I was there I was actually very emotional I couldn't really put two words together without getting all choked up but it was okay people understood they they knew that I was kind of doing going through my own process and they were completely accepting of me and I was I I wasn't really expecting that throughout most of the week I was just kind of aloof in a way I didn't really mean to be but I was just kind of going with it you know you guys had a wonderful way of having this all set up throughout the week we were doing different things um I definitely enjoyed, like, the first day doing, the, like, the quapaw that I didn't realize how much I needed it. I was extremely tense, and I never had a massage before. I, I never would consider ever – it never entered my mind getting a massage or anything like that. And, and I was just like, oh, what am I doing? Okay. <laughs> So the first minute I was just kind of like tense, just kind of like trying to, you know, get the knots out of my neck. And then I just completely just, oh, it just felt so, so relaxing. I I could have like fallen asleep or something just right there. And when it was all done, I I just felt so much lighter. It was just a great start to that week and stuff, and I really needed it. And... I, I, I really liked the work that we did throughout the week because I was able to use it um, after the quest, too. You know, we were learning different things, mantras and that kind of stuff and in that conference room. And there was, like, a lot of learning in there, too. A lot, and I have to say this for the group. There are also there's so many, like, people who are wise and loving, very talented, all of them. Everyone, you know, had something to contribute to the group. It was it was a sight to behold when we were doing our work, and I could definitely feel it when we were doing it. I've never went to a gathering or anything before, and and this I I could just definitely feel it, and it felt almost innate to me doing some of this. It's just so natural. Uh, and throughout the week, I, I kind of noticed that I was, you know, sleeping better. I 
for years, like 15 years, I couldn't, I couldn't really sleep or anything. I just had so much stuff going on that I couldn't talk to anyone about. And it was starting to get easier for me to do that towards the end of the week. And I needed it so badly. It, it was just a healing, healing experience. And I just enjoyed all the downtime, you know, that we had we shared together. Being able to sit down and talk, talk openly about stuff that you would never be able to talk to anyone with. So since uh, and since you've been home, um, you're still obviously um, going through and processing and, and learning how to implement and really assimilate the things that you learned there. Um, but are, how is it with um, with people that you used to know? Oh well, I have to admit it was a little, a little bit rough going back home and stuff because it was trying. I was like on completely cloud nine when I left over there. You know, it was like night and day. I was a different person when I left to the person that I was when I came in. There, I was so relaxed, even driving home and stuff on my way home and stuff. I was playing your CD. I thank you for that. It, lovely to hear and stuff and it definitely was soothing to listen to on the road there's a lot of aggressive driving down there and a lot of chaos and I just <laughs> kind of was able to do I was kind of able to detach myself and kind of just listen to your peaceful music and I just started kind of laughing and stuff because it was just funny having that all go on and stuff and um, I kind of spent a little time with Kathy on our way back which was also really nice too to have somebody there with me for a good stretch of the way back home we were um, driving through that kind of crazy traffic, and we were weaving through it, and we were completely in sync. I just thought that it just was wonderful to have her there. We were going to go see the um, Athena temple, uh, go see Athena um, in, yeah, Nashville. Right. Um, we went right, right up to the Parthenon, but I, I think they were having some kind of wedding or something over there. And yeah, so you didn't get in. Yeah, well, the reason that I asked you is because it is a typical, I mean, everybody that returns from the quest, um, it's kind of like trying to put on clothes that don't fit you anymore. And there is some adjustment that has to go, but um, that has to go on. But you have the tools now that you'll need to take everything to the higher level, and you'll always have the support of your family, always. Yeah. Uh, when I did get home and stuff, it, that transition was a bit rough. It was hard because I felt just, you know, almost like, you know, unconditional love from the group when I was down there and stuff. And nobody, it, it, you know, I, I wish the world it could meet more people like that. Well, there are a lot of people like that, but it's it's how do you find each other? And that's what Lavender is talking about, your your galactic GPS because you're going to be meeting more people and more people who are of the same frequency because you got you got a lot of things clear. Yeah. I definitely felt lighter than I left there. Excellent. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to add? Well, yeah. Um, this past week was kind of intense for me. I There was like a lot of changes here at home. There was a lot of changes at work and stuff, and I could kind of feel like dark energy almost kind of creeping its way in. But... I was able to stamp that all out um, 
using like mantras that we learned down um, in that conference room all together. Mm-hmm. And I kind of made my own mantras as well, you know, ask for assistance from above. And, you know, it was all just kind of stamped away. I mean, they can't even touch me. I, it's gone. And I just slept so well last night after getting rid of all that stuff. And I, it was so empowering for me because I've been struggling with this stuff for so long. Well, we are very proud of you, Eric, and, you know, you really grabbed onto your power, and you're not letting it go. I can tell you that. <laughs> so um, I want to thank you so much for calling in because I I know it wasn't easy for you to um, to come out with a, a public statement, but um, thank you so much, and um, we really, really hope that at some point in the future we'll see you at another quest. I'd love to. I look forward to hearing everyone and their experiences. Yeah, well, we are going to um, we're going to move on and talk to Carmen next. But I just want you to to know how much we all love you, and a lot of us are going to be listening to this um, tomorrow or the next day because, like I said, some of the group had prior commitments. So give them all a big energetic hug, and uh, it'll be returned. Okay, so Eric, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. So, Carmen, I'm going to I'm looking for your number here. Just let me get your mic open. Okay. Hello. Hello, Carmen. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. Great. And how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing so great. Um, I had a huge clearing when I when I came back from the quest. I didn't know what was going on. It was like I got a V12 engine put into like a car that normally had a V4. <laughs> um, and I'm I have to learn how to drive. <laughs> but it's it's been incredible. Um, I mean, and I realized, like like Lavender said, um, everyone there had done their homework, and I have all the tools and all the skills to handle this. I just had to put some light into those corners and kind of brush away the cobwebs and take those books out again and open them up because they hadn't been opened in a while. But um, it's it's incredible because everything is just coming together. It's There's a whole spectrum of experiences we go through in life, and it's all part of the big picture. That really has become clear to me this week. Um, but the quest itself... Um, I I signed up for it, and I I thought, well, I don't really know if I can make it, Um, but, you know, whatever will be, will be, and we'll just see, and everything worked out, and I suppose the main theme there was the unity of the group, how, how well everyone worked together, and yet we were so different. I mean, you couldn't have said that two people were like each other. I mean, maybe Rita and Barb, but I think that's <laughs> their best friends. <laughs> but, you know, if you looked at everyone, I mean, you just couldn't have guessed. I mean, they were from every walk of life, you know. They weren't necessarily energy workers, you know. And so for people who are listening, if you want to go to the quest and you feel you want to go, you will fit in. Um, somehow I there's just something that is kind of indescribable of how everyone can be such an individual and yet we we created unity there it was um it was yeah, common it was, 
it was the power of one. Like, I saw it. I felt it. I mean, there wasn't a single um, derogatory conversation the whole week. And everyone's personality, no personalities clashed. That's really unique when you spend a week together doing this kind of work. I, I loved it. Uh, that, that is a miraculous pattern that we have seen. Mm. That yeah, People from completely different walks of life, different upbringing, can come together and, and there's that unity. Mm-hmm. But everybody's still an individual. Yeah, yeah. And there's always someone to pick up the slack. Um, and there wasn't a lot of slack, but, you know, sometimes someone would feel a little down or, they, or they'd have a question, and someone would have the answer. It, it seemed like there were all those gaps were, and all, all those questions people came to the quest with were filled by other people at the quest. Um, we, had, we had such a wealth of information behind us, every person. And, yeah, like Eric said, everyone was really talented in their own way. It was beautiful. Yeah, and I and as we will be talking about a little later in the show, there are other talents that may surface that you didn't even know you had. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we've seen that over and over again. Oh, lovely. So, and it was a pleasure to um, to hear you. You're a wonderful cla- classical pianist, and oh, it, it was it was wonderful of you to to share that gift with us as well. I always think of I always think of that that Chopin piece. Um every time I hear it I think of you. Oh thank you. Yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to add? Or um, um we we have more people waiting. Whatever. Uh, just a word of encouragement to the people who are thinking about going. Um you don't think you have enough money if you if whatever's standing your way, if you make it a priority, you're halfway there already. And you make it a priority, and I know you'll you'll make it. And don't miss it. You've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you're so right because these these groups are orchestrated by unseen galactic hands, and um, you know funds just show up for people that had no clue how they were going to do that, and it just shows up. So um, you know if you just relax with it and let it go. You know, you just, like you said, it was a priority and it happened and you came and and I hope that we see you again someday. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to see you again. Oh, and Ariel only plays at the Starseed Quest and you've got to see that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's my amazing. Only, <laughs> only public performance these days. And, um, you know, I would rather have two totally fulfilling shows than a hundred that leave me feeling empty. So, uh, yeah, Star Seeds are the only people I will sing for at, at this point in my life. But thank you so much for spending some time with us this evening, Carmen, and big oh, hug. Thank you. All right now. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, well, Carolyn, I'm looking for your number next, so let me just, we have a lot of people on the switchboard here, and I know that you're one of them. So where did you, oh there you are? Hang on a second. Okay, hey Carolyn, how are you? Hi Ariel. Oh, I am just fine. It was just oh my gosh. Okay, I'll try to be quick. Um, 
it was so wonderful to meet you and Lavendar and Tammy in person and spend time with you. It was just that alone is worth going for. Um, it was such a fantastic experience, and I echo what Carmen said about the incredible majesty of having people who were so different all be together. We all loved each other. We all supported each other. I just never experienced anything like it. And I wasn't even sure that was possible, really. It sounded like some hype to me, and I just wasn't sure if that was really true. Well, now I know it is. And it's true with, you know, with Starseed. I mean, that was just an amazing experience that really opened up my mind and heart. And I also just have to say how incredible it is the way you look at our charts and pick our roommates. I mean, Shay was my roommate, and she was the perfect roommate for me. I was the perfect roommate for her. I just love her. Um, But it wasn't just us in our little house. We were in this little cul-de-sac, and the other people who were in the other houses in our cul-de-sac were just fantastic and perfect for us. And the way that we blended together and just brought out the best in each other because of the way that you looked at our charts and understood who would work the best with who, it was just, it was just fantastic. And I guess the other thing I want to say is that um, one of the highlights of the quest is management of personal power and discovering your personal power and learning how to work with it, which is something that obviously you continue to do for the rest of your life. But this is really giving you a jump start. Um, and that is just the key to the rest of your life experience. There's just no other way to to describe it, and you can't minimize the importance of that. And I think Eric, what he described was really such um, an illustration of that, of how the discovery of your personal power can completely change your life. So I know there's a lot of people waiting, so I will go, but I just love you all so, so much, and I'm just so thankful that I followed my heart and I, you know, I said yes to myself when I wanted to go and I encourage anyone who is feeling, hearing the call, just say yes. Well, thank you so much, Carolyn. And really putting the charts together and picking roommates, that's just a testament to Lavendar's working with star markings and um, her mastery of astrology that she has been teaching me, and that just proof that it really does, it really has substance because it's the proof is in the pudding. <clears throat> you match the charts and the people get together. They get along. So, But thank you so much for that. And thanks for calling in, and it's really great to hear your voice. And we have, um, we have a, a few more people we're going to be talking to. But I want to thank you so much, Carolyn, and big hugs to you from all of us. Thank you. As Tammy would say, squinches. 
(laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Here, sweetie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, so I, I'm going to uh, read a couple of um, notes that were sent in from people that, that couldn't be here. And uh, then when I get done, we're going to talk to Louise. So, but this first, um, this first little note is from Rita. And she writes, From the very first Crystal Quest, when I heard them on the radio describing their experiences, I have had a desire to attend a Crystal Quest, and that was three years ago. This year, the door opened, and I was so excited, I just couldn't wait to get there. I do not have the words to express how wonderful it was to connect with my soul family. Each one of us accepted each other for who we are. It was a wonderful atmosphere to drop our masks and allow ourselves to let our light shine and just be free. It was so much fun digging for the crystals, and I will never be the same. I feel like a phoenix, regenerated and reborn, that has risen from the ashes. I claimed my power, we claimed our power, and we are here. To Lavendar, Ariel, and Tammy, and to my soul family, words cannot express how I feel about all of you. Sending you all my love and gratitude for enriching my life. Love, Rita. So... Thank you, Rita. I know you're going to be listening to this after the fact, and you were a pleasure to be around. And I'm going to read one more short one, and then we're going to bring Louise on. And this one is from Anna. My message for the radio show is that I want to again send my love and thanks to you, Lavendar and Tammy. Our week together as a star soul family of 25 was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. And the empowerment that I gained to stand in the truth of who I am has ingrained more fully since returning from the Crystal Quest in Arkansas. From start to finish, there was great love, integrity, and truth in and around our group. And I feel that there is an unbreakable connection at a deep level for all the understanding of our purpose as starseeds. My heartfelt love to all of the starseed family and blessings on our journey of continued evolution. Love, Anna. So um, next uh, we're going to get Louise on the line here, and I've got to scroll through the switchboard here, and there you are. So let me get your mic open. Okay. Hey, Louise, how are you, sweetie? I'm great, Ariel, and you. Uh, oh, I'm so- doing wonderful. I'm just I'm getting all charged up hearing <laughs> all of your voices again. It, it was just such a wonderful group. So tell us, how it was it for you? Well, um, it was so good to hear everybody. Um, I had thought I wouldn't be here tonight, so I wrote kind of a description. And really just talking about having attended many workshops and conferences and all of that, and, and usually there might be a feeling of camaraderie and feeling um, a desire to keep that connection and that's usually that's just really not happened until now. This time was so different. Um, we came together hearing a call as a group of strangers, and of course we were not strangers at all. We shared markings in our charts, and we were a group that held the energies of fairies and elves, a saint, artists, musicians, entertainers, writers, healers, crystal masters, progenitors, hermits, indigenous peoples, 
sages, teachers, scientists, and extraterrestrials. <laughs> we had all been there before and shared a common language of unconditional love. We shared our gifts with one another in this magical alchemical experience, and we were immediately at home. The earth had prepared for us with repeated lightning strikes the week before to the crystal mountain. We sat on that mountain, felt its energy, discovered the activated crystals that it held, some of them rescued and collected to be healed. We noticed that day that time had jumped, that things placed here somehow were discovered there in another place at a different time. The crystals have now been spread around the world. We arrived not knowing what to expect, and those after us will arrive the same way. All will depart with a greater degree of self-understanding and an expanded perspective. That awareness continues to grow and will be shared with all with whom we come into contact as we do the work that we were created to do. We had so much fun. Moments of awe, confusion, and unbreakable connection. We have experienced existence in the fourth and fifth dimensions, and we will remain in the higher dimensions. We will remain as a family of the heart, being of the universe in all time and space. And I so appreciate having had that and the connections that were made and the friendships that are for a lifetime. And I also encourage anyone who has that dire, that call to go. <laughs> well, thank you so much. That was very, very well said, Louise. And, yeah, I mean, the like you said, the, the, the lightning strikes, um, which we hadn't talked about yet, the whole week before you got there, I mean, there was massive lightning. And, I mean, everything was vibrating. It was, like, supercharged up when the group got there. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Mm. Well, so, thank you for the opportunity to share. Oh, it, it is our pleasure, and it was wonderful to have you with us. And I thank you so much for calling to, to share your experience uh, from the Crystal Quest. Mm. Oh, again, big hugs to you too, sweetie. You as well. Okay. And everyone. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And um, I'm going to come be coming to you, Nicole, as soon as I find you on the switchboard and get your microphone open. And here it goes. Okay. Hey, Hi, Nicole. Hey, Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Well, this is so great. Louise just made me cry, so that was really beautiful what you wrote, Louise. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and just everybody hearing everybody speak, um, I feel like I'm going to be redundant, but um, I I have to, you know, just tack on like what everybody like else is saying. It's just, just tell it like it is. It's an, it's an amazing experience, and I think... Um, you know the coolest thing is is i mean it's honestly we all were so um just in a, in alignment with each other and and it as a as a group everything felt so comfortable and like family like family like better than my own family and i think probably a lot of us feel that way yeah. um and and just knowing that that exists 
kind of changes everything. It it changes the playing field because because you can find something like that, you know. And I think I think that right there just like ignites a whole new, for me anyway, spark in me just to understand that the world can be that way and that you can feel that way. You can feel comfortable. You can just be yourself. And that is that's what we came here for, you know. Like that's what living in in these higher frequencies that are on the planet now is about for us. And I just think, you know, if you, if you want to spend a week in that kind of energy, just kind of solidifying that understanding into yourself, this is, this is a great place to do it. I mean, I've never experienced that anywhere else. And I, um, you know, it's just, it's wonderful. And there is definitely like a lot of processing after the fact I'm finding, um, you know, Tammy reminded me, um, kind of recently that Arkansas is the natural state and, you know, we've all heard Lavendar talk about natural state on the radio show and stuff. And to really have that understanding of what that is, I mean, that's what it is. It's it's just being at home. And, um, you know, where I'm I'm finding with myself, it's kind of like wherever I've been out of alignment. And I I know the areas that I need to work on. You know, these things. I'm I'm really finding that I'm having the opportunity now to just kind of to get to get aligned. So coming back hasn't been the most comfortable experience for me, but I, like, if if you want something that's going to take you to the next level, like like what Eric said, you know, if you, you know that you've still got some work to do, um, I don't know, this is, like, just, for me, been another great way to kind of break things open and yeah. yeah. Well, I understand. I understand exactly what you're saying, because there are, there are certain things that we all have that you know, little little monkeys on our backs that we're just trying to get, you know, get past all that. And th- then you come to the question, and you see, and you have the power to do that, and it it gives you more tools to work with and right. get the job done quicker. You know, because you, things you get powered up, and and are, like what. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, they're more accelerated. Yeah, yeah. You know, something that would have taken you a year to work on, and now it's like a week and you're done with it. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, you know, it's, it is it it is like an opportunity for acceleration. And, you know, what Carmen said, too, like we have the tools. I mean, a lot of us have been working on stuff for a really long time. So I think just the whole empowerment piece is, I mean, I don't even have the words to speak to that, but it's like, wow, okay, this is what it feels like, <laughs> you know, like I, and, and just, you can't, it can't be undone, I don't think, you know, um, I mean, I, I hope not, I haven't, I don't think that I've had that experience, so. No, I'm just, no, you'd I'm have so, to have total amnesia, and even then, your, your whole family could, could bring you back. Yeah, so I'm just so grateful for it, and, you know, um, I'm just processing a lot, but it's like it's so good because I feel like big changes are coming and a lot of changes that I that I've known for a long time that I have to make in my life just feel more realistic and more possible, you know, like Right. Um, right. Yeah, so so um I'm really behind in emails and I haven't been connecting as much as I want to and I I just I send everybody so much love and I promise you'll hear from me soon. I, <laughs> <laughs> just well just the processing needs to needs to happen. Yeah. Well, you know, you have to you have to take care and make sure that you've got that stable base under your feet. 
get the stuff done that you need to do, and your family's not going anywhere. They've been your family for thousands of years, so yeah. they're not going to go anywhere while you take care of some details. Yeah, you know, and it really it really felt that way. So, wow, just it's such an amazing thing that that um yeah. you guys have created, and um I'm just I'm so excited for for everybody that's going to get to do this, and I'm going to do it again at some point for sure. <laughs> Oh, well, we would love to see you again, and we give you all of our love, and it's just wonderful to hear your voice. Thank you. You too. And I'm just so much love to you and everybody, Tammy and Lavendar. Thank you. You are so welcome, sweetie. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, I'm going to read a couple of more messages, and then we're going to talk to Helen. Um, this next one is from Barb, and you heard, um, you already heard of Barb and Rita <laughs> from, um, from a, a couple conversations ago. But this is from Barb. Hello, soul family. Buckets of love to you. Going to Crystal Quest 7 was the ultimate experience in this lifetime. Meeting my soul family filled my heart to overflowing. A lesson learned to love yourself every day was invaluable, thank you, to Kathy W. I miss the high energy you walked on a daily basis while you were there. Should your soul family call on you to join them in this heavenly place, please love yourself enough to go and experience answers to questions you had inside of yourself for a long time. I know I left part of my heart there and will return on another Crystal Quest in the future. All my love and honor to all. Barb. And this next one is from Julie. I came to the Quest with an open mind and heart, hoping for only good things to happen. I was blessed beyond my wildest imaginings. To meet such a wonderful group of star family and the leaders of our class, I cannot possibly express my level of gratitude and appreciation for our reunion. Lavendar, Ariel, and Tammy expertly, expertly guided us on a journey of inner exploration and shared such abundant amounts of information, which led to an all-encompassing awakening within me. To be in the presence of such powerful star family affected my energy field tremendously and continues to do so even as I return home. I communicate with my crystals much more easily now, and I have a sense of peace that allows things that used to really bother me to just pass by, less noticed. My awakening and opening continue to unfold. And I have an interesting story to share with everyone about something that I thought was completely unrelated, but now it seems quite fitting. I'm a very new beekeeper, just over a year into this loving activity. When I left for the quest, my bees and I were on one level of interaction and comfort. I regularly donned my bee attire to work with them, and after having been stung a few times for trying to work too quickly and just being afraid of being stung, upon returning from the quest, my own personal vibration has been raised to the point where the bees are so comfortable with me that they frequently climb onto my awaiting hand or finger to just spend time with me and quietly clean themselves or just relax to the point that I swear they're sleeping. In fact, just last night, I placed my bare hand into a group of them that were suspended outside the hive to encourage them to return into the hive, and they calmly crawled all over my hand and made their way into the front entrance. 
I could have never imagined this happening before the quest. Now it just seems quite natural and normal to interact with bees in this way. Another very interesting thing that I learned from my star family is that raising bees is very Pleiadian, which is another star marking I have on my chart. Amazing. All my love and gratitude, Julie. So thank you so much, Julie, for sending that in to share with us. And I actually saw the picture with the bee sleeping on your finger. (laughs) So um, next um, I'm going to go and we're going to talk to Helen. And once again, I need to find you on the switchboard here. So just hang on. There you are. Let me get the mic open. Hey, Helen. Hello. Hello. Hi, Ariel. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Yes, I'm great also. Well, that's good to hear. And you are doing uh, you're doing very well, aren't you? Oh yes, yes I am. Yes, um, I had uh, an MRI, yeah, an MRI done. And side note, it was developed by Tesla. The technology, I didn't realize that before. Oh. MRI machine. I didn't know no. that. No, I didn't either. And um, all the results came out negative. I'm so thankful to everyone for everybody's help and love and support, yours, Lavender, and Tammy's through all this and the group. Um, Lavender said, too, she kept saying that um, cancer was going to save my life. (laughs) She said, I know that sounds different, but um, it, it stopped me in my tracks. And it made me think, you know, that things that are relevant in my life. And now I'm back on course, back on track. We're just so thrilled, so thrilled because you carry a lot of light and, awesome. and it, it's shining again. Yeah, oh, thank you, thank you. And when when I was in the MRI, it took two hours, you know, in, in the machine. Um, I had this epiphany for my uh, pamphlet slash book. The title is going to be uh, Cancer, Love, Sugar, and a Shallow Breather. Because I'm going to put humor into this. <laughs> oh, wow. Because <laughs> cancer can't survive, you know, in an oxygen-rich environment. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So I'm going to make it kind of like a spoof thing. And, you know, Maxine, the Hallmark um Character cartoon uh-huh. Maxine, yeah. Figure out a, I'm gonna figure out a, a drawing similar, you know, that will go with it to add levity to the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, you've been you've been through a, quite the journey, and and to come out, you know, standing tall and strong, we are so happy for you. I mean, the whole group I just know is is surrounding you with with love and appreciation for who you are and recognition for who you are. Well, thank you. Yeah, and I can feel their support, too. Um, this past week when I wake up in the morning, I can just feel the, um, you know, the support and the land in my high heart this past week. It's really high strangeness, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm very thankful, I keep saying, for everybody's help and support and yours, Lavenders, and Tammy's and the group, too. Thank you. Well, and, you are um, so welcome. And it was it was just a pleasure, a pleasure to have you with us. And after 
you know, after everything that you had been through, it was very inspirational for a lot of people to to take a look and say, you know, look what she's come through, and she's still rallying and, and doing the work on the planet. So you were uh, very inspiring to everyone there, myself included. Oh, well, thank you, and uh, I appreciate it. And one other quick side note, you asked if things were different when I came home. Well, the first couple of days I was hugging everybody. I had so much love in me from the group, even casual <laughs> friends. I'm like, what? They were giving me strange looks like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, like uh, Carmen said, you know, I was firing on all cylinders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, you got your you get your frequency really um, amped up. Yes, yep. you know, and it's it it's a beautiful thing because once it goes up, it it doesn't come down. You know, you 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 just keep climbing and climbing. So well, we're so so happy for you. Oh, thank you so much, and I appreciate everything that you all do. You, Lavender, and Tammy, because I know it's a lot of work putting this all on, and I appreciate it. You know, the quest, a lot of work for everybody. Well, it is completely worth it, absolutely completely worth it. Because and, and, we think about there the people that are standing there, you know, maybe there's 25 people that show up in the group, but then you have to think about, okay, now those 25 people go out into the world and then they start touching people and the people they touch, they start touching people and it just starts multiplying exponentially to the that energy from the quest being spread. And, you know, it's it's getting stronger and stronger, which is why I think that our groups are filling up quicker and quicker. Ah, that's very yeah. good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can- I can I understand I can feel what you're talking about I think uh, gravitate to me more too I can tell you know in the casual you know acquaintances that I have are just going to the grocery store <laughs> yeah yeah well when your frequency is up you're like the flame and oh. and people people want to get around that because it makes them feel good and they don't know why very good yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm well, that is just so wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that you are um, back in the upswing. You are healthy again, and <laughs> it's like, look out, world! Here she comes. Oh yes, and my face it looks <laughs> so rosy, cheeks and everything. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're mm-hmm. very proud of you, Helen. And I'm gaining weight and everything. <laughs> well, oh. I couldn't have done it without everybody's help too. I appreciate everything. Well, you took, start crying. <laughs> you took the first step. Oh, thank you. you no, know, and that's that. That was all you. So thank you. Thank you so much. I feel like I feel like I'm on fire here. I don't know. It's just like it must be everybody's energy, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting charged up too. Just just going back into that moment. So. Mm-hmm. I, I so appreciate the fact that you called in to, to share your story and your your experiences with us. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. I recommend everybody come on the quest to life-altering, life-changing experience. In a good way. Positive. 
yeah. positive. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. yeah. Positive. Yeah. Thank you so much, Helen. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Thank okay. you. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Wow. Um, well, I just have uh, two more. Well, actually, I'm going to read one more thing, and then we have a surprise um, for Lavendar. So um, this next little piece here um, comes from Dawn about um, her experience at the Crystal Quest. It's hard to put into words such a magical week. I've participated in many workshops and retreats, but this one was otherworldly. The love, affection, respect, support, and compassion that each of the questers had for each other took Soul Family to a new level. Digging for crystals was harder than I thought it would be, but so worth it. When I first brought the crystals into my house, their vibration was so high it was tangible. A month later, and I'm still ooing and aahing over the crystals that came home with me. It's fascinating to listen and hear where each of the crystals belong or what their purpose is. Mountain Harbor Resort was a wonderful setting. The beginning and ending of my days were spent on the deck by the lake. In the mornings, I'd share my coffee with my roomie and another quester who'd float over from a neighboring cabin. And at the end of the day, the hot tub was divine. Lavendar, Ariel, and Tammy are compassionate and masterful guides on the quest for crystals and things unseen. I am empowered on such a deep level. My world has shifted. I'm so thankful that I heard the beep-beep of my family. And one final thing, if you hear the call of your family going beep-beep-beep, go. (laughs) So thank you so much, Dawn. And now um, a little surprise for you, Lavendar. Tammy and I knew about this. And hello, Jada. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Lavendar, it's Jada. Well, hey, Jada. I love that horse that you sent me on, on the email. I want one. Isn't it beautiful? You can get it online, so I'll email you the information. Okay, but... good. I want to order it. Thank you. Yeah, that's my galactic horse. It's got all of our colors. I know it. Does. Yeah, so I just wanted to pop in and say hello and thank you all so much for putting on the Crystal Quest, everything you do to put it together. I know it's a lot of work, but it's so important and it touches so many people. Um, And the things that happen in Arkansas are just the beginning. As other people have said, things just keep happening and it's, it's an exponential process. So if anyone feels the call to go, please listen. Let me ask you, Jada, uh, you've been there, what, with us three times now. Can you can you kind of express h- how you um, glean the energy from, from one to the other and, and how you were able to advance? Well, the first time, I think for everyone, you don't really know what to expect, but it's so comforting to meet all these people that feel like family and everybody's so different but everyone gets along and everyone receives guidance and information in different ways for me it was with animals and insects I have bees coming around me showing me where to find crystals Um, and then on the first quest I got a lot of interesting photographs at night with some unusual things in them Um, 
but you leave just feeling connected to everyone. And then I knew before I left that I had to come back. And then the second time it was so nice. We had some other people who were there, but some of the connections are deeper and you know you're you're supposed to carry energy from the first one to the second group and spread that. And different things happened. I still had interaction with insects and animals, but none of the strange photographs really um, with orbs and, and lights in my photographs. Um, it was more of a connection to the land and just emotional responses to um, things that I would see. And I always go horseback riding when we're there. I have to be with the horses. So on one of the shorter trips, um, I I just knew I had to go see the horses. I didn't even care if we took a ride. I just wanted to be with the horses. So you feel connections in different ways, but um, they're all meaningful. And it's something that is advancing and raising your frequency. Well, you certainly have um, shown me personally the advancement from from the time I met you to who you are now. It's like you have really leaped. I mean, leap, leap, leap. You're, you're yeah. Just, yeah, you're a whole different person. <laughs> I know, and it's only been a couple of years. May of 2013 was my first Crystal Quest, and even though I've changed companies, but I do the same thing for a living, so my everyday work life may not look different to to outsiders, but things are completely different. Well, so that's because you're different. Yes, but it's all good, all wonderful changes. That's great. That's great. Well, so glad to hear from you, Jada. It's good to hear everyone's voices, and thank you again for everything you do. Good luck with this next quest, and and I'm sure I'll be back. Arkansas keeps calling me. Yeah, um, you'll probably end up moving there before it's all over. (laughs) Maybe so. It wouldn't surprise Uh, me. Yeah. Gosh, well, we just love you, Jada, and uh, I'll look forward to that moment in time when we're back in Arkansas together uh, because you you really do bring a lot to the group. Oh, thank you, and I love you guys, too. Can't wait to see you again. It'll be before you know it. So, But yep. thanks you so much for calling in as a, a um, multiple Crystal Quest alumni. Uh, just kind of helps to tie all the groups together. Oh, you're very welcome. Okay, sweetie. Big hugs to you. Hugs to all of you guys, too. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, well, Lavendar, I just have I have one more um, piece to read, and um, this one is from Kathy W. And she has this was her second Crystal Quest, and we were, I mean, really amazed at the change. I mean, it was like uh, she was at Quest four and seven, so that's like a year and a half, almost two years. Um, between quests and the transformation and the light. Uh, Kathy, I know you're going to be listening to this afterwards, but it was such a delight and such an inspiration, and you really you really put a lot of energy out there to help with this um, reunion. 
So this is what Kathy has written, and I might add that since the first quest, many um, new gifts and talents have come to her, and as you will hear, writing is one of them, and the other is um, painting. She just she came up and gave us some very meaningful paintings that she had done, and they were the first ones she'd ever done, and that was, I couldn't believe it. Could you, Lavendar? I mean... It was awesome. I just I couldn't believe these were the first ones she'd ever done. It was like I was looking at master work. Absolutely, and that was something she never knew she could do before the first quest, and that happened in between the first two. So it was really interesting to uh, to be able to witness this. So this is what Kathy W. has um, written for me to share with the group. The Crystal Quest. Imagine if you can. Have you ever longed for a place you could go and experience peace? A place that you could feel free to be who you are? A place that you can talk about anything and the people will not look at you like you're crazy? A place where the abnormal is the normal? A place that you can be around others who feel closer to you than family when you first meet them? A place that you can be in your natural state? Well, I'm here to tell you, there is such a place and it exists. It's located in Arkansas. This family is handpicked by the universe under the guidance of Lavendar, Ariel, and Tammy. Imagine pulling up to beautiful green trees, mountains, and lakes. The wind whispers in the breeze as it goes across your face. You are home. You feel at ease in your body for the first time. The smells and sounds of nature are alive around you, and they seem to be talking to you, and on some level you know it. You just relax into your whole being. At night, you look up into the heavens. There are stars twinkling as they talk, and the other lights. Yeah, well, you know who they are. (laughs) And they are also there activating you, along with the people who are called to be there at the quest. In fun and fellowship, everyone is passing codes to each other on levels we cannot see with our eyes. You're also receiving the energy and coding all of those who have come before the prior quest. It is a continuous building of the energy. Imagine going into a building for baths in the most amazing mineral water in the world. All of your energy fields are cleared, cleaned, and in alignment. Then the massage, wow, you feel like a noodle when you leave. Imagine going to a mountain and feeling the energy go into every cell in your body, digging in the earth, feeling and knowing that the Atlantis codes are in the crystals knowing that they will go out into the world and activate others when the time is right. They're calling your name. Take me, take me. These crystals are so special that even the smallest ones are powerful, sometimes more powerful. While you're digging for your crystals, you may even experience missing time on the mountain or follow a butterfly or other insect to a crystal. It's all very magical. Imagine going to the cabin at night and getting in the hot tub to relax all your muscles that were used digging for the crystals. While immersing yourself in the wonderful, healing, whirling water, you're looking at it nature in all of its glory. It's such a beautiful setting that you have to say to yourself, is this real? Am I really here? You get out of the hot tub and put on the beautiful robe that's furnished and go to your bedroom. It has the most comfortable bed. Oh my, it makes me want to go back there right now. Your roommates are handpicked by Ariel, according to your chart, and you're like sisters and brothers immediately. Hello, roomies. 
Also, all of the staff members give you excellent customer service, and you feel like kings and queens, which complements the entire adventure. Imagine being with all the lovely people who are like family and enjoying good meals, conversation, and just being in their presence. It's such a pleasure to get to know Lavendar, Ariel, and Tammy. To hear them on the radio is one thing, but to interact with them on a personal level brings a closer bond between everyone, and now you really feel that you are not alone, and there are others like you, and that you are family. Imagine feeling all of this joy, and then you get to hear Lavendar talk about her adventures or bring something out of the vault to read to the group. It's something to treasure. The closeness that you feel with the group stays with you. It's like an anchor that holds you, and in the middle of the night you can grab a hold of it any time. It is now and forever always there, no matter where life takes you. I must give fair warning, though. Do not come if you do not want to change, because even if you feel nothing has happened while you're there, you will be forever changed. These changes will happen fast or slow, but they will happen. Everyone is different, and so are the changes. Some may just be opening up to this new reality, and others will be ripe for the manifestation. Everything is in the timing. That cannot be said enough. This was my second crystal quest, and it's been two years since the last one on October 2013. I'm telling you these things from my perspective. Everyone does change. I'm going to list a few of the changes that I've undergone, and this is only a sample of the many things that have happened. There are other changes that have happened to those who I've come to call my family, but it's not my place to tell their story. After first going back home, I was sad from being separated from my family. Then I integrated back into the 3D world and knew that where I was located had a reason, holding the light for that area. Below are a few of the changes that happened from the first and the second quest, and they are, combined, received a promotion at work, went back to school to finish my business degree, continued taking painting lessons but was receiving more energy with them, friends started falling away, made new friends, communications with ETs, communications with group consciousness of soul groups, dream time more active, lucid dreaming, communication with plants, communication and downloads with crystals, appetite changes, body changes. I lost 55 pounds. Past life remembrances of Atlantis. Being in the 3D and then seeing some of my family members as they were in Atlantis and knowing they helped to bring Atlantis down, but that they were here to heal. More of my multidimensional self opening up to my 3D self. More aspects of my other aspects coming into my 3D. Looking at people and getting downloads as to why they're here. These are just a few of the things that have happened. I'm 52 years of age, and I've been doing the inner work for about 22 years, right thinking, right energy, and healing all the old programming within myself. I have to say these things so that you know you must have balance and be in right energy for these codes to be turned on. If you don't think you can handle them, then then they're not activated. Do the inner work. Treat others as you would want them to treat you. One of the most important things from all of this that I have learned is we have all had hard, challenging, sometimes terrifying lives. We've been stepped on, made fun of, ostracized from our families, etc. We need to remember to love ourselves and our bodies. We are so willing to hug others or send them love, yet we do not do this for ourselves. 
One other important thing, monitor our thoughts because where our thoughts are, we are. If you're open to change and ready to have the experience of a lifetime, go on a Starseed Crystal Quest. You will be forever changed, and in my most humble opinion, it is for the better. Finally, I'd like to thank Lavendar, Ariel, and Tammy. Their tireless efforts, most of the time unknown, have touched more lives and in more ways than they probably know. And I want to thank them from the entirety of my being. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Much love, and remember to give yourself a hug today. And that's from Kathy W. So, Kathy, thank you. Thank you so much. We are so proud of you, and we love you, and wish you could come to every Crystal Quest. So um, I want to bring uh, Tammy and Lavendar online here, because we just have a a few minutes here before we're going to wrap up. And, um, hey, Tammy, I've got your mic open, so you are on. Oh, we have have um, another caller. Oh, we do? It just popped up. Yes, we do. You want to bring her on first? Okay, let's let's do that. So I'll be back in a minute. Okay. Okay. Um, sorry about that. I'm, I'm. We've got so many people on the switchboard. I guess I hadn't scrolled down um, far enough. Um, okay. Well, Lavender, I'm going to let you take this question, um, and it's it's about crystals and. Um, Go ahead. You are on the air, 512-318. Hi there. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I had a question. I, so I'm, I absolutely love crystals, and I'm fairly new about learning, you know, their properties. And um, I was just wondering if there's a certain crystal that I could be using for my own healing and then also to help my clients on their healing journey as well. Well, uh, yes, you probably. Where do you live? What what state do you live in? I'm in Texas. You're in Texas. Do you have a lot of rock shops in your area? Not a lot, but um, there's there's a couple. Okay, my uh, I think that if you go and and visit rock shops and walk in, that the crystals will you know they'll start speaking to you. They'll say, oh, take me, take me, take me. And and once you respond to a gemstone that wants to go home with you, uh, your life is forever changed. So you just okay. need to give yourself permission to go be around them so that you can pick the ones that are for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I've, um, I've ordered online, and I've also um, gone to a place and actually, well, it was more of like stones, um, they weren't really like big chunks of rocks or anything like that. So, but I try love to that. Find, if you're do, going for quartz, go for the clarity of quartz. Don't go for the mo- milky quartz. Go for the clarity. The clarity quartz. Okay. Yeah, the clarity. They 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 um, be like water. They're so clear. They're like water. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how thick they are. Right. The the clear ones can have more power than a large one that isn't quite so clear. Oh, okay. okay. I have one really great one. Now, do you also know anything about the keys? The what? The key, finding the key on a crystal. I, I think that's a terminology. Like key. I mean, like a shape of a key? 
Well, yeah, I guess I've, you know, I've heard that when you have a crystal, finding the key is like unlocking. Oh, you're talking about the window. Oh. I call it windows. Window, okay, yeah, yeah. You look at a you look at a crystal and then determine where the entrance and exit is of the crystal, oh. and um, that's not easy to say over the phone. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, and then is there is there somewhere I can contact you outside of this uh, website? Well, you can call the hotline and mm-hmm. uh, between eleven and two, and I answer the phone between eleven and two each day. Okay. So what's your name so I'll know it's you when you call? Julia. Julia, okay. Yeah. So if you'll call me uh, between those hours, I'll be able to talk to you, sure. Okay, and what's that number? 888-881-0881. It's on our website at the top, yeah. 888-881-0881. Yeah, it's starseedhotline.com if you haven't yeah. seen the website. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Okay. Thank you so much. God bless. Lots of love. Okay, thank, thank you, you, honey. Thanks for calling, Julia. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, um, I'm, Tammy, I'm glad that you told me to go ahead and scroll all the way down because I have just now seen that Sammy is here. So um, let me open this up. Samantha, hello, sweetie. Big, big Hi, yeah, hi Ariel. Hi Lavender. Hi Tammy. I'm glad I made it on. I I didn't think I was going to, so I I lucked I lucked out. Yeah, I got on over an hour. I just got on about twenty minutes ago or so. Oh, cool. Um Yeah, so I got to hear some voices and some some uh letters and um well what I can say is I felt the call, geez when you did the France trip back in 2012 and I went, Oh my gosh, I have got to be there. And of course I wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't time. And then it, it, I just sort of felt this drive ever since then that I just needed to be on these crystal quests. And, you know, I wanted to go last May and, uh, it, it was actually happening. It would have been my solar return during that trip. And I felt like, oh yes, I need to be there. And it didn't work out. And I remember the Friday night on my solar return, just sitting there and going, I'm going to the next crystal quest. <laughs> and, um, and, and that's one of the things that I really put out there. And then I was there in September and, uh, it just miraculous. I didn't have a job. I didn't even know where the money was going to come from. And I'm telling you that if you feel the call, just make the commitment because you'll be looked after. It just comes to you. The money just will come. And if you're meant to be there, it just shows up. And I've been there. I was there first time in September. And then I was there on the Pleiadian lineup weekend again. It just happened. It was just it just aligned and the money showed up. Same thing um during the Athena weekend in March. Same thing. And then in May on this quest, it was just miraculous really. Just uh, just time and again, I just keep going, "Oh my gosh." And the thing is with every quest, it's so different. I mean, you could go on every quest and get something different. You'd meet new soul family. Um, you get upgraded and just beyond, you know, just beyond what you can even imagine. And uh, 
you know, since September, it's like the fast track of shifting and changing things. I've been waiting, sort of sitting and waiting for for years, you know, that things that just haven't been happening or able to happen or ready to happen is just like boom, 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 boom. It's just all aligning now. So thank you, all of you, and, you know, all the amazing people that I've met, um, the brothers and sisters on this quest that I've met. It's just been unbelievable. Yeah, I want to yeah, be at every one. <laughs> after four times, I mean, you've been to Arkansas four times. I know. And, you know, for, for two It makes Christmas me laugh. And two weekenders, and um, it's it's like it almost wouldn't seem like a crystal quest if Samantha wasn't there. And, <laughs> you know? I know? Oh, I it's it's hilarious. I mean, I I mean, I I was I was basically locked up in my house for years, and then suddenly it was like if if I don't make this happen, I can't wait for somebody else to make this happen. It's got to be me. And it's like, it just keeps happening every time. And I feel like, you know, my wings are spreading finally. And, you know, these (laughs) wings that have been, you know, crumpled and, you know, for so long are just finally starting to spread out. And, um, you know, I, and I thank you all, you know, it's just, it's beyond what I can even describe. And every quest is different, you know, the structure is similar, but it's like you guess. I, I mean, I could hear the same information, but get something completely different every time. And it's just, I can't even say enough about all of you. And, and Ariel, your, um, your performances Friday nights just blow me away. And, uh, you know, I cry every time. And it's just like, it's like hearing this voice. Um, and seeing you just come alive in this way that is just you're so in your your natural state and your element it's just so beautiful to watch and and to experience and um you know Tammy I just love you to bits and you know thank you for birthing this whole um this whole experience for all of us and uh and holding 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 it down all the time for all of us on on the weekends and on the week long quests and i just i can't even tell you how much i love you and uh and lavendar i can't, i don't even have words i'll probably cry if i try and say too much but i love you beyond what i can say so thank you <laughs> oh sweetie <laughs> Well, you Love are, you, honey, and I'm and I'm holding the point for you in your book, yeah. and you're going to be, you're going to be standing out there one of these days with the most powerful energy in this book and movie that you're doing, and we're all going to be behind you, Samantha. So go for it, girl. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's one of the things that I was talking about. It just felt like I was writing this book, and there was no way. I felt like it was it was just at the standstill and I couldn't touch it anymore and I needed help with it and of course in in September on that crystal quest I met Jen who's also been at all the quests now since with me and also been one of the angels who's helped me get to the quests um she's edited my book and um it's like the most amazing things can happen people that you can work with people that you didn't even know that you needed to meet and that you didn't even know would add 
to your own gifts and your own offering, you 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 get that. You like you just never know who you're going to meet or what can happen. You know, it's just awesome. Uh, and um, on a side note, you got to send me the recipe for those chocolate peanut butter things that you made. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh. <laughs> we were I'm like, so okay, glad do you mind? Do you mind? No, no, no. Yeah, they were just they were they were big hit, big hit. Oh, good! And I'm really glad that I saved them and and gave them to the three of you when I left because, um, you know, that just made me made my heart so happy to be oh. able to do that. Um, I will send you that recipe. I will. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they were out of this world. Okay. I mean, something that tastes that good cannot possibly be. Yes, it was. It was healthy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was raw chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Very good. Well, Sam, oh, thank you so much for coming on and, and, and you. sharing your beautiful heart with us. And um, we only have a few minutes. Oh, I just looked at the clock, 11.11 to go. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> sure thing. And that's Samantha on the line. <laughs> um, I love you all so much. We love you too. Thanks, Thanks Ariel. Bye-bye. I'll see you soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. Well, yeah, that was weird. I just looked to see how much time we had left, and it was 11 minutes and 11 seconds. So um, I think I'm, I'm just going to take one more look. I think that's that's everyone that... Um, was that the question, and uh, and Jada, and I, I also might add that um, Vanya, our one of our switchboard producers, was on the very first quest, and um, Vanya, if you want to say hi, you can go ahead and press your own microphone. I, I texted you there, and I haven't seen your response, but um, going once, going. Never mind. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> hey, Vanya. Hey. <laughs> hey there. I just I just wanted to acknowledge that you have been with us since the very first quest and you're now the uh, you know switchboard producer and we thank you so much for your dedication and and commitment and we just we just love you and you have really been on it since the very first quest. Oh, thank you so much. And I have to say, I was noticing a pattern with each and every one of these, um, the calls after the trip, the amount of love and support for one another and to you guys, the team, Ariel, Tammy, Lavendar, it's just incredible. And it really speaks to how people really respond to these events, to these to these gatherings, and to the the whole effort being brought forward. It's truly a dedication of heart, mind, body, and spirit. And you guys have made these events just incredibly special. And I was very thankful to be part of the first one. And gosh knows, I'm really pulling to get my butt there in October. I can't even tell you. <laughs> oh, well, we've got big, giant hug. The three of us, I mean, just going to just hug you to pieces. So, Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I just wanted to acknowledge you and and your 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 selfless dedication to the radio show and you know being here every week and helping us with the you know with the producing behind the scenes of the show. So we we love you and appreciate you for that. And mm -hmm. um, 
I want to, Tammy, I'm opening up your microphone in just a second here. So we only have a few minutes left. So it's Tammy, Lavendar, Vanya, and me. Um, Tammy? Yes. Are you there? Yep. Okay. Okay, good. Well, I, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to, to either speak to the group or express anything that you'd like to express since this was your seed for the crystal quest. The whole idea came from you. So it's only fitting that um, we started off the show with that, and I want you to talk about that. Well, I just want to tell the, the group that um, I so enjoyed spending the week with you and watching you come in one way and just leave, just lit up like Christmas. And all the activations and all that you talked about tonight and how the land and being with one another, how, how it affected you, I want you to know how you affected the land and the memories, the um, the waters. You're you're activating the land down here. I, I, I live here, and I can tell such a difference after each group has left. And I just, I'm, I'm just so thankful that you hear the call, and that you come. Because the, the, in the two years that I have been here, I, I have sensed such a shift in the lands and in the waters. So thank you so much um, for doing your part and coming back as you promised. And I would like to read something um, that it, it's, it's meant for me to read this because it was um, laying on my bathroom floor and. Um, it shouldn't have been there. So it's titled One Day. One day I was happy. One day I was sad. Then I met Starseed. Now I'm so glad. There's a lot of adventure that makes you feel high. Time runs out fast. Pretty soon it's goodbye. But those are the days with new friends all around. At Mountain Harbor Resort, a new family was found. We sing and we dance with joy in our heart. We found a new family of which we're a part. When we think of Starseed and all we did share, it's a it's wonderful to know that someone does care. You're not a regular family, found on a family tree. My eyes are open and now I see Starseed family is the family for me. Now this was written by our shuttle driver, Terry. Wow. So this shows the profound effect that when starseeds come together down here, that we affect the land, that we affect everyone that we come into contact with. Uh, just being our shuttle driver has, has changed Terry's life. So thank you all once again for coming, and I hold you in the highest esteem, and I look forward to the next group. As do we, and I think it's really strange. I remember that morning you called me and said, I found this on my bathroom floor, and I have no idea how it got there. <laughs> yeah, it's on my bathroom floor. I'll fold it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thank you, Terry. He is so sweet, and and he really does a great job. And and he's our driver. Um, he, he and Peter are our drivers every time. So they really have uh, a real good feel for our needs, and and they go way above and beyond. And that's the same about. I mean, all of the the peripheral um, so services, the the quapaw. The, the crystal mines, the, the shuttle drivers, the management staff of Mountain Harbor, um, everybody just does a spectacular job, and they treat us like family, like royalty. I mean, they just couldn't be any nicer. And so it's a whole, the whole thing is just 
a lot of magic in it. So we only have a couple minutes here. So, Lavendar, do you want to? Um, yes, wrap- I'd like to say for those that are listening and, and hearing the show tonight, if your name's on it, come. We would love to have the experience of meeting you finally after all these many lifetimes. So just come. And with that said, on behalf of all of us here at Starseed Radio Academy, we'd like to thank you for listening. And if you are wondering if you have the star markings for the Crystal Soul Group, just send me an email, crystals at starseedhotline.com with your birth info, and I'll be happy to take a look um, and see if you do have these markings. So we love all of you. Thank you so much for making this a wonderful show. I mean, really high, high energy vibration. It's gonna, it's gonna last for a long time. Thank you so much, and to those members of the uh, quest that couldn't be here, we love you, and your energy was here. Thank you so much for writing in, and we hope to see you again in Arkansas. Until then, we love you. Bye bye. You've been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com. 